Terry, don't you think John had this overwhelming revelation of God's love? Of because he, he mentions yeah. it 21 times in 1 John chapter 4. One chapter alone is mentioned 21 times. 20, 21 times. Wow. Yes. John is overcome by the love of God. That love of God that now dwells in us. God's love in us. Because we have the Holy Spirit in us as born-again believers. When you get born again, your spirit is now like Christ. Scripture tells us, as he is, so are we in this world. That's in our spirits. And as you were talking there, I was meditating upon just how much God is trying to reveal his love to us. Can we begin to understand the love of God? We can only begin to grasp God's love in our finite mind, in our spirit We have that mind of Christ, but we have to renew our minds. And as we renew our minds, that becomes more real to us, this love that's in us, the Spirit of God. So it's a process, and it's a process of growing. And the more you grow in God's love, the more you want to surrender to that Spirit of God that's now inside of you. And as I was reflecting upon 1 John chapter 4, I was thinking about God is trying to reveal to us His truth, His love, and His life that lives within each and every one of us. I think of 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. I want folks to get an understanding of how much God truly does love them. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. And that's what should be beginning to manifest in our life is God's love. And then I'm reminded of verse 10. This is the one that really touches my my heart. And this is love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. We see the love that the Father has for us right here. How He wants that relationship with us. He wants that communion with us. And that's what we've been talking about here, is that relationship that God wanted to reconcile back to himself. And I'm thinking also, I'm jumping backwards now, thinking of verse 4. He who is in you, that's referring to the believer. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. We now have the Spirit of God living within us to make us victorious. Just those three verses right there, tells me how much God truly does love me and wants a relationship with me, wants me to be victorious now in this life. That's what God's love is all about. That's what God's trying to reveal to us, just how much He truly does love us and wants to have that relationship and wants to combat the lies of the devil. As I look back here in this Corinthians 13, 5, and in the Amplified, it's God's love in us now. What you were talking about, what came to my mind was that love is in us. This overwhelming love, this overwhelming truth is in us. That's why this, this is just a process to begin to grasp God's love for the world, for those people who would never turn to him or believe 
That's the love we can't grasp, is the ones that will not accept or will not believe that He died for them as well. He provided that sacrifice. He provided that love for them. All they had to do is receive that free gift. And what makes it so hard for me is that I'm sitting on the other side of the fence believing. I'm just so thankful that the Holy Spirit revealed this to me. Somehow the eyes of my understanding were open through somebody's prayer or whatever it was. I'm just so thankful that I saw the truth. And that makes it hard for me to understand why people can't, because I did. And I was, I was in total darkness. I was in religious bondage where we maybe thought of that awesome sacrifice Christ did for us at the cross seldom. But now it's a daily thing for me. Now it's daily and not just something that I think about on Sunday or a big hoopla once a year or something, remembering the sacrifice that God the Father's Son gave for me. But it's just trying to grasp that love that God has for us and that it's now in us, that truth that you were talking about. And that truth came about through hearing the Word of God, yes, through reading the Word of God, and through seeking God, through prayer. That's why it's so important to understand the Holy Spirit. Because that's the one who reveals truth to us. He reveals that love. It's spirit to spirit. Flesh profits nothing. So it's, a, it's on that spirit level that we, we make this connection with God. But knowing that God is love and those characteristics of God that are talked about in 1 Corinthians 13, that's who God is. And that's who we are now in the spirit as born-again believers. Now, Go ahead. And I can bear this out with <laughs> in verse 17 of the same chapter. Love has been perfected among us. That was Jesus. Yes. In this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in this world right now. That's in our spirits. That's in our spirit realm. But what we're doing here is when we're studying the Word, reading it, getting greater revelation from the Holy Spirit, it's that Holy Spirit of God in us now revealing who He is through His Word, through His teachings, that we now can live. We can live the Christ life. We talk about it all the time, being more Christ-like, living, you know, out of the Spirit. But unless you renew your mind, you're just a carnal Christian, going about the motions, looking no different than the world. We want to become better as individuals. And our, our teachings are just to, well, they first of all build us up. But they continue to expand as we get revelation and hopefully that plants seed in people that they become more aware of who God is and seek him more. It's that personal relationship. That in personal the church love today. relationship. Yes. That's what we're striving for. That's what we want to mature into. I'm going to drop down to verse 19 because this will... First uh, John 4 still? Yes. All right. Verse 19. We love Him, referring to God, because He first loved us. We didn't love God first. He loved us first. Now, if we can just meditate upon that for a little bit, this truly does tell us how much God loves us. Even while we were yet sinners, even though we weren't reconciled to Him yet, 
He still loved us. And now what we're wanting to do is perfect that love within us. We want it to come forth. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians. You mentioned it earlier, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And the reason we're going there is Paul is writing about love. He's writing about the characteristics of God's love. And what he's trying to tell us is he wants those characteristics of God's love to manifest in our life. Exactly. Don't you want the love of God to show forth in you? Yes. We all do. As born-again believers, Paul is telling us, and, and this is often referred to as the love chapter, and we've been talking a lot about the love of God and how that's the truth that Jesus came to this earth. God loved the world so much that he sent his only begotten son. Satan tries to get an inroad into our mind. Yes. And deceive us. With the lies. It's, it's always the lie versus the truth. Yes. So we've talked a lot about this. And in this, in this portion of Scripture here in 13, it gives us maybe a picture of the characteristics of God. What does God look like? How is he wanting us to react now that he's living in us? How that the truth that is in us now is going to flow out of us? What does that really look like? And I think Paul is painting an excellent picture here in these scriptures. So if you would just start three and four. We'll be reading from 1 Corinthians 13, starting with the third verse. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor... And though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. And I want to stop there just for a minute. I bet we're all on the same page here. It's talking about works, isn't it? Oh, wow. It's talking about works. It's talking about no matter what works you do, if you don't have love, this love of God flowing through you, it means absolutely nothing. And I think that's what Paul is going to reveal to us as we read. I've got two uh, versions of Scripture here in verse 3. It says, If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned and do not have love, it profits me nothing. Amplified says, Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned, or in order that I may have glory and have not love. God's love in me, I gain nothing. It's all about the love of God. But we're going to go to verse 4. Yes. We do have the love of God dwelling within us. Yes. And what we're going to start to read right now in verse 4, the characteristics of God that now dwells within us, in our spirit, through the Holy Spirit. What's the first word in that next scripture? Love. King James says charity. Which means love. Yes. But we could put God in here. We could say God is love. God is love. Yeah. (laughs) We're talking about God here. Isn't that amazing? Read that verse. God's love. I'm going to put that in there. So when people read their Bible and they look at this, they're saying, well, mine doesn't say it. We inserted that. I'm glad yeah, you that's did. right. I love that. And we're not harming the Scriptures one bit. I don't think so. Not at all. God because is it love. is God's love. That's the truth. We've been talking about that. That's the truth. God's love suffers long and is kind. God's love does not envy. God's love does not parade itself, is not puffed up. 
does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Okay, let's take a breath. I just wanted to stop and think about these things here. Just pick any one of those things. you uh, Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, rejoices in the truth. Does not seek its own. Does not seek its own. So wait a minute, Mitch. Wait a minute. Now tomorrow morning, I go out and I hear that my neighbor got a brand new car. And I've worked a lot harder than he ever has. And I have that spirit of envy come up in me. And all of a sudden I go, oh, that's not who I am anymore because that's not a characteristic of God. See how we can learn from this scripture? If this isn't the thought that we're having, that's not a God. Isn't that amazing that because we know who God is, he's drawn us this picture and when we start to envy, we go, oops, that's not the truth. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Every one of these goes back to truth and lies. Yes. So when those lies that Satan's trying to put in your head. When you get puffed up. Get puffed up. Oh, proud. Woohoo! Look who I am. No, that's from the devil because he's trying to get something in your head to tear you down, to make you feel condemned or whatever. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I was looking at verse six here. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to remember, this is the Holy Spirit. Yes. And it does not rejoice in iniquity, in mm. sin. Ooh. It doesn't do that. That's why when we do something that we shouldn't do, that's against the nature of God. Yes. And that's why you feel the way you do. Amen. Because that's not the true nature of God. God's not condemning you. He's just saying, no. That's not who you are now. That's right. That's exactly In Christ. Right. In Christ. In your spirit. Yes. That's not who you are. That, he's rejecting that flesh. He's saying, no, that's not who you are now in Christ. Oh, that's good, Mitch. And bears all things. Oh, man. Everything in our life. All of our circumstances. And we can go back to Jesus and Stephen again, can't we? Yes, we sure can. They bear all things. They endure all things. Wow. Because that, like you said, Terry, and I'm glad the Lord prompted you with this, because this is the characteristics of God. That's awesome. This is how we can learn to walk in the truth. When the lies and deception come in, we can just go right here to these scriptures, memorize these things. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Love endures long. Do you endure long with your wife? <laughs> Don't put me under guilt. <laughs> I guess I should have pointed that at myself. <laughs> and it's patient. God is patient. See what the Holy Spirit's trying to do? He's trying to teach us to build us up in understanding what we now have that dwells within us. He's trying to make that manifest in our life now to where our thinking is changed now, our thoughts, our imaginations, all that. Because we love, we have joy and peace, long-suffering, yes. patience, kindness, faith, all of the fruit of the Spirit now beginning to manifest in our lives because we've understood the truth. 
the true nature of God, God's love for us, his unconditional love and grace that has set us free from the life of sin and death. Oh, man. Thinks no evil. I'm still going through the list. That's how you know whether it's truth or a lie. Just sure. what we've been trying to paint this picture of. And, and here Paul writes it beautifully by the leading of the Holy Spirit. If these characteristics are not within you, then you realize I'm not perfected in love yet. That's right. I need to work on that. That's right. Exactly. I need to be seeking God yeah. more. Yeah. Asking Him to help me understand this love and grow in this love. But... Also, we don't want people to come under condemnation. No, no. This is out of the spirit of love now. If you can comprehend this as being from the spirit of God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of love, then it becomes a joy. It becomes peace. It becomes all those things that we are now in Christ, and it begins to how do I always say it? Bubble up out of us. It does. Hopefully it's like a volcano that goes off in us. And we no longer live after the flesh, but we live after the Son of God, the life of Christ in us. These things are amazing. But it just tells you, this scripture tells you, it's not conceited or arrogant or inflated with pride. Love is not rude. God is not rude. So therefore, we have to work on that. Yes. We? we have to say, okay, God doesn't act like this, yeah. and I have this within me now, so I need to... Go re- find some scripture. Renew my mind through scripture. God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but one of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Jesus loves us. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love never fails amplified i'm reading from love bears up under anything under anything and everything love never fails terry i don't care who it is it might be the meanest person on earth you demonstrate love to that individual and that's what we're talking about here and i think that's what god is trying to reveal to us through his son and through the holy spirit Stephen demonstrated that to Paul when he was being stoned. Yes. There were some mean people there. They were killing him. Even the meanest person for one moment will give a thought to that love because that's a characteristic they're not used to of God's love. They're not used to this someone showing compassion and love even though they may continue to do whatever they're going to do to you like they did with Jesus and Stephen and Paul and all the others. But for a brief moment, that love penetrated their spirit. Something got into Paul that day. Yes. When he saw Stephen stoned to death. He didn't forget it. He never forgot it. It dwelt within his spirit realm. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world, Terry. And that is that love. That's why he wants us to understand that love, to demonstrate that love. And we see it here in 1 Corinthians 13. Love overcomes everything. We think it doesn't because we don't see something manifesting right at that time. Like Jesus didn't see that manifesting, did he? No. Nor Stephen. No. But the big picture, love conquers all sooner or later. 
That's why we need to focus on the big picture. Yes. And the not, love of God. Just like Stephen and Jesus Yes. Did. We don't know where it's going to go, but we know it's going to go. Because love never fails. He loves us. He loves us. And Terry, this whole teaching, all we're wanting to convey is just how much God loves them. And that they can have this personal relationship with Him. All they have to do is believe on what Jesus did at the cross for them. And believe the truth and kick the lies out. You know, we want to draw people closer to God with our teachings. We want to draw ourselves closer. Yes. That's where it begins. That's our first priority because we can't do these things without reading the Word. We can't become patient and long-suffering and kind and without an understanding of, this, of who God is. In order to teach love, teach patience, we have to grow in that ourselves yes. in order for that to truly have conviction and power and authority by the Holy Spirit. Like we said earlier, we never f- want to get over that born-again experience, that love of God that penetrated our spirits and brought us life, eternal life, and life more abundantly. I want to do something that I did one other time when I read these scriptures. And I don't want to put anybody under condemnation. We're all in a process of learning to learn the love of God, that Holy Spirit of God that dwells in us as believers. And if somebody is listening to this and doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, I would pray that they would seek God. I just, I just want God's love to overflow you like it overflows us. Put your name in these scriptures now. God is love, but more than that now, he's in you. And begin to read it like this. Terry is patient. Terry is kind and is not jealous. This is hard to do, because I'm not all these things yet. But in my spirit, I know they're there. That's right. Terry does not brag and is not arrogant. I don't want to brag. I don't. The only thing I want to brag about is God in me. Hallelujah. Terry does not act unbecomingly, does not seek his own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness. But Terry rejoices with the truth. Terry bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Terry never fails. Love never fails. Hallelujah. And you haven't failed, nor have I failed, or anyone else who is a believer. Amen. We have the Spirit of God dwelling within us. And as you were reading that, the Lord spoke to me and wants to wind this up this way, how we began this session on God's love, and that's this. God is truth. And I like that idea of you saying, put your name in there. God is truth to Mitch. Mm, God is love to Mitch. And God is life for Mitch. And that's, that's for each and every one of us. We can have that. All we have to do, the only criteria, is believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
as we grow in understanding God's love, it becomes easier for us to show love to others. Today you've heard part of a teaching from the CD series titled, Love So Amazing, available at todayforward.net. You can order this and other teachings on our website, todayforward.net.